Influencers Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, we are continuing our journey podcast series, which a lot of people have been enjoying, I think. I've been getting some positive feedback about that. But I've been interviewing a lot of different leaders in our ministry, uh, staff members, board members uh, out in the region and here in Northwest Arkansas. And uh, today I'm uh, blessed to have Danny Fields, one of our global board members. Welcome, Danny. Hey, good afternoon, Brian. Glad to be a part here today. Yeah, yeah, we uh, glad to have you. Um, so, uh, uh, Danny, uh, Danny will tell you a little bit about himself. I'll let you, let him introduce himself. But uh, the topic we're going to we we've been talking all about that we've completed now the front the first uh, two sections of enlightened and enabled, and now we're heading into expressing. So we're going to be talking about one of Gabe's principles of influencers being a God seeker today. So excited to, to chat with you about that, Danny, but why don't you introduce yourself, tell me a little bit about your family and how you got hooked up with influencers and, and how, you know, your journey experience and how you've been uh, serving of late. Sure. Uh, thank you, Brian. Uh, yeah. Danny Fields. I have uh, been married to my lovely bride. I guess it will be 35 years coming up this year. And uh, so that's been an awesome experience. Uh, I've got two sons and now two great, uh, awesome granddaughters. I'm sorry, daughter-in-laws that has given me two grandsons. And you know, you hear Brian, you hear people say uh, that these grandkids are 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 the real deal with the thing. Let me just tell you, they they are. <laughs> it's, it's been awesome. Uh, my first one's three year old, three years old. And the second one's just uh, three months old now. But man, oh man, it's been awesome to get to spend time with them and. And so that's uh, that's a great joy here as of late. Um, but uh, family-wise, you know, Brian, I, I am very fortunate. I go back and I think about this. And I have conversations with people sometimes, and I recognize that I've been very, very blessed the way I had the opportunity to grow up. And what I mean by that is my mom and dad were both Christians, and I grew up in a, in a Christian home. And um, so from a very early age, I had that influence all around me and, and mom and dad are, are, are still alive and, and still godly people. And, and so it's been quite a joy to, to have that platform. And I, the, the older I get, the more I recognize how not the norm that is. And uh, so I, I, I'm constantly thankful to God for allowing me to, to, to live in that environment. And so he's protected me from a lot of the junk maybe that might've gone on otherwise in life. And, and don't mean I, I haven't had, uh, my plenty of opportunity for sin to, to interrupt and and uh, in all of life, but at least that foundation has been solid and strong there all, all of my life, really. And so that's been quite a joy. Um, you know, as far as influencers, I was able to connect really back I was back in 2008. And uh, one of the guys in our church uh, brought it to us and gave me this book and said, hey, read this. And uh, I read it. And, you know, of course, the journey in our chamber and and then we, we we went through the journey, and uh, you know, then since that time, I was able to to jump in and, and lead a, a journey group immediately after that. And then over the years, uh, several uh, different opportunities to lead and be a part of them, different 
venues, different some some Zoom, and, you know, some in person, couples, and so we've had an opportunity to experience in all different angles, and uh, it's been a, it's been a really neat deal and a great part of my life. Well, and you've been on the board, the global board, about three years, I think. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. It's been a little while for sure. Yeah. Any any observations about being on the global board? You know, um, it's been a, an excellent experience. Um, you know, there's all different kinds of boards out there. And, and uh, you know, I had an opportunity to work out in the marketplace and see uh, how other people do things. And our board is so unique. You and I, you know that. But it's it's so special to be a part of a group of guys that when we come together at our, our monthly meetings, the most important thing we do is pray. And then, and then the second most important thing we do is we look at each other and say, how's your soul? And, and, and you know, if one of us gives that canned answer, uh, it, it, it might be Rocky, but if it's not Rocky, be one of the other guys look you right straight in the eye and say, no, no, no. I, I mean, how's your soul? And so it's such a great thing to sit around the room with guys and, and know that the, the most important thing is, is our soul health and how are we doing and with our relationship and our connection with God and how, how are, how are things going in that realm? And then beyond that, it, it gives us opportunity to, to look at the, the global perspective of what's going on with influencers. And it's only with that foundation that we really start. So uh, that's, that's been a, a unique experience and a, and a very pleasant one and, and continues to be. Yeah, I think I learned early on that uh, I, I didn't know what this ministry was all about. And I was getting to know the journey and the precepts of the journey, personal abandonment, and absolute trust and all that. And then I found out that uh, that influencers practices what they preach. You know, the yes. the, the yeah. way the ministries run matches the message that we're and that what we're showing guys out there, which is pretty refreshing, actually. Yeah, it really is. You know, and, and we we know that we all know the story of how this thing started and with Rocky and and then others, but to, to see him and then others model it of what's really going on, it's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little journey talk here. Um, so uh, the first part of this, the journey is called enlightened, and that's where you learn the intimate nature of God. He knows, He cares, He's willing, He's able. And we talk about hindrances and things that can get in the way of that, and. And then we uh, then we get guys well in extended prayer time, and then then the second part of the journey is all about okay, all right, maybe you buy into he's intimate, but are you intimate? <laughs> you know where where are you in that abiding relationship? And we start turning the mirror back toward us, and we start analyzing our hearts, and we start talking about pruning and discipline, and and then how he how what abiding looks like, and how the fruit of the spirit comes about, and and then the harvest and. We camp out on the Holy Spirit and then talk about how he works and then how his gifts work. So all that leads us up to our spiritual gift retreat. And then then it's the home stretch, the the last right. part we call expressing. And exactly. we go and we go back to the very beginning to that journey there in chamber. We go back and revisit part two of that book where we talk about Mr. Gabe, you know, right. and how and he he he's our prototype, if you will, exactly. of how what it might look like to live this life out of a disciple and someone who's abiding in Christ. So, so at his funeral, uh, they talk about Gabe's principles of influence and, uh, and, and it says that he was a God seeker. And then it says he was then a God abider. And then he lived it out first at home and then to the world around him. So, so we, uh, we get to dig in a little bit about what it means to be a God seeker. So, uh, so right off the bat, what, you know, what does that mean to you to be a God seeker? 
Well, you know, I, and I love the way Gabe put it and, and all in, in that whole story. And, um, and you can't start at the end and try to live it out uh, and, and really try to abide unless you hit that God seeking first. And, and so that, that's what's been uh, so great to continue to learn and solidify in our walk is it's with a journey. It, it just teaches us that, that God's seeker is, it's, it's all, it encompasses all of life. I mean, you know, my, my first thoughts, when you think about God's seeker immediately, I think, okay, that's my time that I'm going to be spending the word in the morning and it's going to be me and God. It is. And, and that's definitely foundational, but it's so much more than that. It's way beyond that. You know, the, the seeking God, it, it's a, it's an everyday, every moment uh, experience as we're living life and trying to make decisions. The whole God-seeking part is the foundation for all the rest of that. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you think about, I'm thinking about um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Jesus Jesus talked about seeking. Um and and we talk about in Proverbs two, I think in the very one of the first few sessions of the journey, one of my favorites is, is when it likens. It's kind of talking about searching for wisdom, but it's but it's really searching for God because that's where wisdom comes from. Right, and right. and it's like search for it like a treasure hunt. You know, when yes. I think about that, that's that's you know, if people are looking for treasure, I mean, that's that's a job. I mean, like it's you're working oh, yeah. hard on that. You you don't. It's not a one time deal. Yeah, Brian, you hit exactly what I was thinking about. Um, and and the matter of fact, that scripture is the very first one that I had thought about uh, back several months ago. I was thinking about this topic, uh, being a God seeker, and it Holy Spirit just has started prompting me as I'm reading through the scripture uh, throughout the day or, or daily. Uh, I see that word, and, and I had not realized how many times in scripture that word seek or seeker shows up. And you mentioned the very first one. Let me throw a few others at you real quick. Yeah, um, you know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is a is a very popular verse that many people go to, uh, but just after twenty nine eleven uh, is is verses twelve through fourteen, and there Jeremiah is reminding the people. He says, "You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart." You know, it's not just a an initial little deal, uh, but it's seeking with all your heart, just like as you said, you know, as, like searching for a great treasure. Um, I'll throw several scriptures out of here at you and you, you let me know if this kind of resonates a little bit. Uh, Psalms 3410. And I, I, I like to jump over to the message paraphrase once in a while, I recognize it's a paraphrase. Uh, but he paraphrased this young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God seekers are full of God. Mm. You know, mm. that's uh, another, another great one. Uh, one more out of the message, the poor in spirit see and are glad Oh, you God seekers, take heart. Mm. Uh, and, and and it's just there's so many. I mean, I, even in uh, let's see, Matthew chapter seven. Keep on asking, and you receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. You know, it's that that whole process of digging, and it's, it's there's a persistence in seeking. Seeking is something that's, that's, it's not just a one-time deal. You know, you go, you go look one time and open a door and you find something and, and that's it. No, it's, it's a continual deal. And, and uh, Jesus reminded us that even in Matthew. Um, First Chronicles, I'll stop with this one. There's a whole bunch of them we could go through, but uh, uh, First Chronicles chapter 28, 
says, and Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. You know, we always talk about this intimate abiding relationship with Christ. Uh, it's interesting all the way back in there uh, when David's talking to his son Solomon. He said, hey, learn to know God intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and he knows every plan and thought. And then he tells him this, reminds him, he says, if you seek him, you'll find him. Mm. But if you're seeking, he'll reject you forever. So, you know, the teachings of seeking God are, are so embedded, so threaded through the scriptures, all the way from the Old Testament, all the way through the New. And it, it's, it's such an incredible deal to recognize that, you know what, uh, it, this it's something that's very intentional, Brian. Mm. Seeking God is, is an intentional thing that we do. It, it, it's never going to happen on accident. And, uh, you know, so, so with intentionality, one thing that comes along, that's with discipline, you know, and uh, as I think about what does seeking God really look like, uh, you know, I mentioned early on, you know, that, that quiet time that we find ourselves in. And for me, that's early in the morning hours. um, You know, there's nothing better in my life than that. And, and, that, as I said earlier, that's the foundation of that seeking. And, but that's a discipline. It's not always easy to 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 block everything off your calendar or whatever all the interruptions in, in life we have. You know, all of us live at different stages of life. Sometimes you got, you know, kids, early responsibilities and, and all different things and jobs and, and things. But whatever stage of life we're in, whatever stage I found my life in or stage of life I found myself in, I recognize that it, this discipline is something that's so important in order to to maintain any kind of a God seeking um, platform at all. Mm. I'm thinking for some reason I'm I'm thinking about at Christmas time a lot of churches will have the billboard that says "Wise men seek Him." You know, mm-hmm. and and yep. uh, talking about just this this idea, you know, and, and even the byline of the journey in the chamber says discovering the treasure of the universe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've heard Rocky yeah. say this treasure wants to be found. It's not a hidden treasure. He wants to be found. He wants you to d- wow. seek after him, but he wants to be found. He wants to reveal some secrets to you and things, things just a special, special closeness with you that that you only get with a real close friend or a close relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and we, you think about that close friend, that close relationship, you know, um, it, you know, who, who in life are we most, the closest to? And those are the ones that we spend the most time with, obviously, you know, and in my situation, my wife, you know, I, I, seeking to know and understand her um, mm. is a great thing, you know, and she, she and I want to know each other. We want to, we want to, we want to get to know each other better. And so that's, that's neat how you put that, that, that God wants to be found. He wants to be seen. He wants us, he wants to reveal himself to us. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's a great way to think about it as well. Well, and, and you think about everything we're talking about contrasting with, with, I think the, what Satan would love us to do is just think that it all ends once you pledge yourself to salvation. Once you oh, yeah. accept Christ as your personal savior, you're done. You're, you got your, yeah. as, Rocky, as Rocky says, you got your ticket punch for heaven. So now you, you can <laughs> right. just kind of, you can just do whatever you want the rest of your life. You're good. You know, that it just begins there. It just, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. when the journey, the journey starts. <laughs> yeah. That's where Satan wants to keep us. And that's, uh, unfortunately, that's where he keeps so many people. Is it that, is it that just that level of security of knowing that, 
and then to miss all the blessings that come with uh, this abiding relationship. You know, I didn't really talked about that, but the blessings that come with us, that's all ours. I mean, God, mm-hmm. God wants so much to have that relationship with us and that connected uh, to be connected to us. So, so yeah, that's, that's incredible. Well, yeah. If, you know, to use the journey, of the inner chamber imagery, you know, if he can keep us, if he can keep somebody from even finding Christ, that's his first goal, you know, to even keep people in such a way that they will never find Christ. But right. if they find their way to the bridge and they get across the bridge, yeah, he just wants to keep them. We, I think someone in the board, we were looking at that, that picture that Greg Hewitt had drawn up and, and we, and we were talking to someone asked the question, where do most people you've guided through the journey, where are they in that story? And I I think we all agreed most of them are across the bridge they they, right. they they believe in jesus and they've professed him as their savior but they're hanging out at the table of sweets they're not really they're not going to the banquet table they're just kind of hanging out at that that little place across the bridge yeah i mean and it's so sad and that you're right there's so many people that's just hung up right there and and for many they don't they don't realize that, that that's all there is. i mean they they think that's all there is you know i'm just floating mm-hmm. through life um you know, I, I was uh, I was thinking about uh, us having this conversation today. This morning, uh, in my quiet time, I read a scripture that just like jumped off the page at me, and uh, it's in Hebrews chapter five, verse eight. It says, and it's talking about Jesus Himself. It says, although He was a son, He learned obedience through what He suffered. You know, and uh, He 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 had to suffer for a reason. And I'm maybe getting off track here just a little bit, but I was thinking about bottom line, Jesus had to go through a learning process to increase his trust, even him. And so I was thinking about you and me and and all of us, there's something about this building a trust and a relationship with with God, with Jesus, that that is important for all of life. Here he was talking about um, the, the suffering part. But um, the cool thing is, is recognizing that Jesus Jesus needed the time. And that's what I was trying to relate to this. I rambled just a little bit. But I also need to spend that time, that diligent time, seeking after God, building a relationship and learning. Learning for what I learned through that is I have to obey. There's a shift in my character. There's a shift in my disciplines. I brought up the word discipline a while ago. Uh, and it's through this obedience that God starts dealing, starts working on me and working through life, all of life's stuff. And, and sometimes it's suffering, sometimes it's trials. That, and it's through that seeking and that abiding that all of that starts to make sense. Mm. You know, and, and if I if I miss out on that seeking part, if I miss out on that connecting part, all of the rest of the things that he's teaching me and and, and walking through life. It's not, I I don't have a way of putting perspective. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to to me, that's why that whole seeking deal is so, so important. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm thinking, I'm still thinking about the, the analogy of the banquet table. Now I'm at the banquet table. So you start feeding on God's word, which I think could be equated to seeking when you're, I mean, you, I mean, if you're not in his word, then you're not really seeking. I I think you have to be in his word. It's not the only way you seek, but I think that's a major part of our seeking is digging into his word. And then in the inner chamber story, it says, until you're tested, until those principles are tested, you can't really understand them. You know, and, and back to your point about suffering, sometimes until we suffer, we can't identify with Christ fully. I think, I think, and people don't like to hear that, but right. 
but but it's the way he develops us, the way he helps us understand that his word is true. helps helps us understand his character. Um, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's very much the way. And you know, the, the challenge is, is if we're not seeking him, we're not spending that time with him. If we're not getting connected to him, when those problems come, we don't recognize what they are. We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't recognize that sometimes it's it's a trial in life. That's that's this exercise. You know, you go back to that whole deal, that whole cycle, and that the exercise that's involved. That, that brings us back and that strengthens us. It's, you know, it's through those uh, trials that, that we grow. And if we don't understand what's going on, if we're not in tune with God, we, we miss the whole point. It's like, we just go through this misery. Mm, yeah, that's right. Well, and uh, I, I may have mentioned this before, but one of my mentors, he, he counsels a lot of pastors and stuff. And he, he talks about trials and things going on storms in life and mm-hmm. and he uses analogy of that book where's waldo it's a children's book where you you try to find the little character who's got a red and white striped shirt and a little stocking cap and some horn rim glasses he's, he's right. waldo and you can't find you know it, it's not drawn in a way that's really difficult to find him in the page but then when you find him like oh there's waldo and so he ha- he gives pastors even you know have all these degrees and all that. he gives them a little waldo figurine to <laughs> put in their office and so the point is when you're going through the muck and the mire and the, the suffering and the trials, you got to look for Waldo and Waldo is, is God's grace or God's fingerprints. Got something God's allowed this into your life for some greater purpose. And, uh, and he's trying to get you to kind of look that direction, but that's God seeking, isn't it? I mean, that's looking yeah. for God in the circumstances that you're in. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. That's a good analogy. Be a great reminder to have one of those sitting on my desk. I've got one. I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> So how does, how do, I mean, I know we're next week, I'm going to get into God abiding, but how, how do you see those differentiating between being a God seeker and being a God abider? Sometimes people get those mixed up, I think, a little bit. Well, you know, I, as I was saying a while ago, you can't get to the end without starting at the beginning. You know, uh-huh. I, I guess in my mind, God abiding is a, what I should I say, what should I say, an overflow or an effect of after the seeking. You know, you can't abide if you hadn't sought, I guess is the best way, best way I could say that. You know, by seeking after God, by having a desire to chase after him, by having a desire to live for him, by having his desire to adopt, to, to change my own plans and thoughts and dreams for the day, for, for the future, it, it starts with that seeking part. And then after seeking, well, well then what happens is it, it becomes a continuation of that. Seeking leads to a good decision, a right decision, and God speaking to me. And then that's when that abiding kicks in. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it's, it's like step one and then step two. But the thing is, it is, it's not just one, two, and then you move on. It's like a circle. It's this constant, mm-hmm. constant seeking and then choosing to obey what we've seen and heard and learned and understood. And that that shows itself in abiding. And then as we abide, uh, it, it gives us a desire to seek more. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, you know, it's I, I love the analogy of of a marriage because in in you know, basically Jesus uses the analogy too. It's not like we we didn't make that up. You know, I mean, Jesus right. says, you know, our, we're the bride and he's the groom in a sense, right? So yeah. I love what you were talking about earlier. Like so I was thinking about there's times with our wives that we'll have a nice time, an intimate conversation, and really a time where you really feel close to your spouse. But we can't be with our spouse all day long. We go to go to work or go off in our separate ways throughout the day. But you can still be thinking about your wife 
throughout right. the day, even when you're right. with her, you know, and sometimes you'll send her a text or, or she'll send right. you a text or you, you know, you'll call her, you know, multiple times throughout the day you talk, you know, so you're thinking about them all day long. And to me, it's a little bit like that. Is that, is that too simplistic maybe? Or? Oh, no, no, no. I, I think it's very, very much the right on track. And, you know, just to add to that a little bit, there's something about time, you know, how much time we spend with them, how much time I spend with my wife changes what I think of how much I think about her. Right. You know, and if I, if I'm truly interested in what she's doing, well, I have to pay attention to that. Those things I have to in being very intentional. And so I share your analogy. I think it's what we have to do with Christ is we have to be intentional looking for the things that he thinks. And then as we go out, I mean, that would be seeking in my mind. And then as we go through our day, that whole abiding is, is going back to those thoughts. And as things happen during the day, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. We, we talked about that this morning. You know, mm-hmm. thank you, God, for reminding me of that here at two o'clock in the afternoon. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. You know, and we were talking about the enemy earlier, and I, I really do think, obviously, he's the enemy of our soul, and he doesn't want us to have that relationship with Christ, first of all. But but I think even after you've accepted Christ, he he tries to put a wedge between us and God. You know, if he can, mm-hmm. if he can tempt, if he can tempt us into sin or whatever that are hindrances it'll that'll separate us from God you know he's doing his job right right um, and and then i think he also tries to separate us from our spouses and from our kids and and from earthly relationships by by misunderstandings offenses unforgiveness all those things as well so yeah. uh but to me God seeking starts solving the problem. I mean, when I when I get back, when I get on my knees, when I get in God's word and I say, Lord, let me just look at me. <laughs> Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my offenses. Lord, show me what I need to know today. And and he always has a way of showing me some scripture or something, just like you were talking, that that hits right in my heart, like right what I need that day. And then and it starts melting me. And then I, I find myself going and asking for forgiveness for my wife or, or reaching out to one of my kids. I mean, it happens all the time. But yeah, it, all yeah. happen, it all comes out of that God seeking in my yeah. mind. Does that, does it make sense to you? Oh yeah. Yeah. It makes so much sense. And you know, the, the more that we get that right and get that in order, uh, it seems to, to set the stage for the whole rest of the day and the whole thought process, you know, and, and, uh, uh, when when you when we say that God's seeking too, there's an element. I, I touched on this moment ago when I said time. There's there's an element to that. You know, I I'm just like the rest of uh, guys and gals out there. I, sometimes <clears throat> life is busy, stuff's going on, and I I'll catch myself almost going through the motions of okay, I got to have a quiet time today. You know, open up the word, and you you flip through it real quick or whatever, and, and you kind of check it off the list. And I wish I could say that that never happens to me, but but uh, unfortunately it does sometimes. But you know what? I recognize, Brian, when I get in that position and I'm that busy and, and I'm that fast paced, I, I miss it. I completely miss what God was trying to speak, you know, speak to me. When I when I slow down, it changes things completely. And uh, there's something about that intentional time, even if I have to get up 30 minutes earlier than I was going to otherwise. Man, there's just something about when God's position positioned us in a way. There's just something about the amount of time that we choose to spend with Him. And I mean, it just the more I t- more time I spend, the more He answers, and the more He's the clearer He is. It sure seems. 
Yeah. Well, and, and, and back to the marriage analogy, if, if, if most of us spent as much time with our wives as we are with God, we, our marriages wouldn't look too good. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, <that's never. laughs> I mean, you know, that's a good, I mean, it's good something to think about anyway. And as yeah, far as sure. looking at, at your, at your measuring, measuring stick, if you will. So uh, what's our love relationship with God like? So, uh, and again, it's not about being legalistic. It's not about checking no. it off. Like you said, it's about it. You know, if, if you start spending time with him and then he starts showing you treasures and starts showing you things, it makes you want to, it's a place you want to come back to. I mean, it, you start right. going, man, that was, that blessed my heart. I want to go. I can't wait till to see what he's going to show me tomorrow. I remember the early stages when I started opening up God's word for the very first time. And, and I, I had no idea he had so much to say to me. Uh, and this is right. back when I was 30 years old. I'd, I'd never read the Bible my whole life until 30 years old. And it was like, a, it just blew me away. And yeah, how practical yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's what's interesting, too. As we read through the scripture uh, every day and every year, you know, I've, I've actually created a practice of reading through God's word all the way through uh, in a year. And we've done that for several years. And what's crazy is, Ron, whatever uh, stage of life, seasons of life we find ourselves in, it's amazing how we read that last year. And it was completely different today than it was then. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and so it, God has an amazing way of taking these scriptures and opening our eyes and and so applying them to what we're out in the middle of doing and, and you know, what life things are going on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing how all that works. Well, just one final thought I wanted to ask you about, since it's good timing, because we just came back from our national summit, you know, and uh I would say that we were seeking God together. 115 guys were seeking God. As a matter of fact, the theme was yeah. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. So the, the whole focus was on Jesus. And yeah. uh, I mean, didn't we see some of the fruit of, of God seeking over the weekend? Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. You know, it's it's so interesting to see a group of guys that come together, and most of them are in that position where they're together. We're seeking God. And, and, uh, man, the, the, as you said, the fruit that, that came out of that and the encouragement to see other guys walking along beside, you know, arm in arm that have that same, uh, desire to seek God and make him the number one thing, not about each other, not about our relationships, but making him the number one thing, man. Yes, it was great. And I think, I think a lot of guys that, there were a lot of guys who were there who've done the journey or been exposed to the journey. And they just kind of thought of this as a program or another Bible study. And, and it was all about, Hey, let's get this program out there at our church or something like that. What I think they came away at the end is like, no, this isn't a program or Bible study. This is a lifestyle. This is a, this is a lifestyle to live the rest of my life, you know, all sold out for Christ and seeking him the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, if I was to try to answer what does God seeking mean to me, you know, how does that fit into this whole journey? You know, and what does the journey really mean in life? It's not it's not a program. I mean, we have we have some guidelines to help us facilitate through this process. But you hit the nail on the head. This is this is a lifetime. uh, Life seeking commitment, not just a commitment, but it's a lifestyle. I think you said that it's a lifestyle. And and if until I had experienced that, I, I wouldn't have known what that really meant. And but but putting myself in a position to be a God seeker, you know, I, I would I would go as far to say, Brian, 
in all of life and all of career and all of family and all of dealing with kids and, and all of those things, the one thing, if I could say what has helped revolutionize me as a person is when I get a grip on the discipline to be a God seeker. Mm, mm, that's a good final word. That's a good mic drop moment right there. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Cause we're out of time anyway. So that's good. Hey, Danny, uh, I think that gave some people some things to chew about, chew on and think about, you know, I hope they will. I hope they will. Um, but thank you. Thank you for that. That was great. Great interview. We can only do so much in 30 minutes. We could talk about this for hours, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. We could. <laughs> Brian, thank you so much. Thank you for all that you do in your heart and your leading. Uh, you're doing a phenomenal job and I just want you to know that I'll say it public here. Thank you so much. And that's a joy being a part of this today. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. Well, uh, this is the Influencers Network podcast. We do these once a week and just interview all sorts of different kinds of people. A lot of times I interview Rocky and uh, we just want to share what we're seeing, uh, be eyewitnesses uh, to the just the wonderful things we're seeing God do through this ministry. So uh, anyway, my guest again today was Danny Fields, one of our global board members, and he's here in Northwest Arkansas. So uh, if you got any follow-up questions, just approach me on the website and I'll hook you up with Danny. He's he's a wealth of, of wisdom and he's very accessible. So uh Anyway, and if you want to find other uh, podcasts uh, that we have done about the Journey Series, they're all on the website, influencers.org, under resources and podcasts, or also you can find them on wherever you stream your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, all those things. So anyway, again, my name is Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today. Mm-hmm.